thank you very much for your uh, company. Look, uh, Simone Wilson, she's the parliamentary, Queensland State Parliamentary member for Palmerstone. She's also on the LNP side or Liberal National Party side. We have her on the line. Uh, Simone Wilson, how are you? I'm very well, Andrew, and thanks for having me on. Simone Wilson, look, thank you very much for your time with our listeners. Uh, first and foremost, we are going to be talking about the Bribey Island Bridge and the road to Bribey Island, particularly from the Bruce Highway over to the island and everything else in between. Uh, it's been a hot subject uh, well, really for many years, but it's coming to a boiling point now. But before we get into that, just a little bit about you, Simone. How long have you been elected for? So this is my t- first term in government, so a little over a year. I've been um, fortunate to be the state member for Palmerstone, a community which I and my family have lived in for the last 17 years. Well, the last 17 years. So you probably have seen uh, the trials and tribulations of that Bribey Island Road and the bridge uh, over the years. But... You've spent um, all of that time over on Bribie. What did you do before you got elected? Uh, I used to work in um, finance and real estate. Yeah, and so with uh, real estate, was that over on the island? No, no, that was that was down in Brisbane. Yeah, so you would have been traversing then uh, backwards and forwards. Uh, let's talk about the road. Over the 17 years, what have you seen? Look, the road has not progressed anything really. It has not progressed over the last 17 years that I've seen. You know, we've seen a few little cosmetic twists with new sets of traffic lights, but when we're looking at the whole Bribey Island Road and the Bribey Island Bridge, we need to have a complete upgrade. Um, and it, because at the moment, it, it's, it's a, it is a challenge. And unless we start to invest some money and start to plan for our future now and not in the next 10, 15 years, we're going to see a lot of a lot of major accidents and issues happening here for our community. And these have been issues that have been happening over 17 years, yeah, because I used to uh, probably do the opposite to you, as in you'd be driving off the island to uh, go to work, you'd call that home, so you'd be going with the the flow of the um, the traffic. There was a time where I'd be going against the flow of the traffic and heading over onto Bribie in the morning, heading away from Bribie in the in the uh, afternoon and I, I remember quite distinctly over the years when I was doing that thinking gee thank goodness I'm going against the traffic right now because that looks horrible on the other side is it was, was that a fair um uh, you know description of what was going on oh most certainly Andrew and look just to clarify um prior to moving on to the island four years ago my family lived at um Ningi on acreage and we used to come out of Alwood Road intersection where there are not now lights and we would see um you know constant amount of traffic going on and off the island um and through that through the Ningi stretch which is a dual carriageway stretch increasing in congestion every day um and when you've got young children trying to get across Bribey Island Road to catch their buses to school it's really, really scary, and that's that's one big issue we're facing through the Ningi stretch, where you're seeing young children being dragged across, you know, a 60 kilometre an hour section to catch the bus over to Bribie State Schools and, and primary schools. And I have many residents contact me about their concerns, um, but to see it for yourself, it's absolutely terrifying as a mother. 
So, Simone, you've identified uh, Ningi. Now, a couple of the issues that come to my mind are you've got St. Michael's College and you've got the entry exit onto uh, Bribey Island Road there. You've got a couple of entry exits uh, from Beachmere onto Bribey Island Road as well, as you pointed out, Ningi. Then you've got the bridge itself. Um, can you just take us through the issues one by one? Maybe we'll start from the Bruce Highway and move our way to Bribey Island just to give people a full picture of what's going on here. Yeah, most certainly. So you have, I have, you have this, the Hickey's Road to Saint Road intersection, which is um, known basically as the goat track. It's a single way, a single carriageway um, that is, you know, bears the brunt of the traffic most days. In between uh, Saints and Hickey Road, you have Old Torbal Point Road intersection, and now my, this intersection is getting busier and busier. Yes, we do have a, a primary school and a daycare centre up there, but many people who work on the Sunshine Coast use Old Torbal Point Road to access the Bruce Highway. I have seen and I've almost been in massive accidents there at that intersection myself with people who are just frustrated waiting to cross onto Bribey Island Road, running the gauntlet and racing out in front of you. And I tell you what, to have to slam your brakes on with a car full of kids is, is just the most horrific and terrifying thing anybody goes through. Um, so that intersection there is a key priority um, for me to have fixed now. Uh, there is $20 million sitting in Canberra waiting for the state government to sign off that should have been on the ground back in July last year to get that intersection upgraded. Um, and, and that's what I'm calling on this state government to, to pick up the pen, sign the documents needed, do the procedural work they need to do to get that money here in Palmerstone and get that upgrade happening at Old Torval Point Road. So if that money had um, been allocated and agreed to and the state government had done, in your view, what you expected them to do, would you uh, like would that be a safer intersection now? Would it be in progress? Where would we be? So, so currently, and if you look at Q-trips, currently the, from my understanding, the, the planning um, section for Old Torbal Point Road, and the government does have um, money on the table to fix that intersection, but look, it's, it's not until the 2019-20 um, financial year, so the financial year coming for them to invest or start to invest the money in that intersection. There is $20 million sitting in Canberra that should have been brought online in July of last year, which would have fast-tracked having that intersection upgraded. To be realistic, they should have had that intersection, you know, they should have been digging the soil to put the set of traffic lights in there December, December and January at the start of this year. So the kids and all the, you know, anybody that utilises Old Torbal Point Road could have had safe passage. Still, um, to this day, that money is still sitting in Canberra. Do you know why? Uh, just waiting. Do I know why? Yeah. So I, the interesting thing is um, Senator James McGrath during the um, Senate estimates hearing a couple of weeks ago asked the question um, to government officials regarding this project. And this is what um, came... This is the question that Senator James McGrath asked. The project cannot... Con proceed until Minister Bailey and the Queensland Government agree to add the project to the Queensland schedule of the National Partnership Agreement and until the Department of Transport and Main Roads provides a project proposal report seeking funding approval for the, from the um, Federal Government. And then um, the answer came back from the d department officials, that's correct. So taking from that, 
The federal government has done their part. Yeah. All they're waiting on is the Queensland government to add this project to the National Partnership Agreement and have the Department of Tra Main Roads and Transport provide a proposal report seeking um, funding approval. It's that simple. Um, get it done. Start, start putting com a community of Palmerstone first. Simone, let's look at the bridge a little bit later, but we're, we're looking at the intersection that is predominantly under strain because uh, there's a school there. The school's been there for quite some time. There's also other traffic movements that are uh, you know, becoming more and more each day. But just from the Bruce Highway to the bridge, in your view, uh, what is the best solution all the way through to fix it? Look, we have to start planning for the future. That, that, is, that is the first thing. We need to get money now on the ground planning for the whole of Bribey Island Road. Um, and, and that includes the bridge because we cannot afford to wait another 10 years for anything to happen. We've, we've seen and we continue to see development occur throughout, you know, Ningi, Bribey Island, Sandstone Point, Godwin Beach. That, that won't stop. We have new re um, lifestyle resorts or retirement villages which are seeing um, children come up and visit their parents on weekends. We have uh, fantastic tourism opportunities. You know, all you've got to do is look around Bribey Island and our surrounding areas at Sandstone Point and, and see the beautiful beaches we have on offer and, and our beautiful Palmerstone Passage for, you know, for family and day trippers to come and enjoy. So it's important that planning, uh, money is placed into planning, firstly, and we, and we start to get the planning done. And then from that planning stage, we start then to move into the design phase and we also need to be saving money, putting that money aside and getting, um, getting the road upgraded. This is going to cost a lot of money. Yes, I know um, and I know the community is aware it's going to cost a lot of money. But there is no forward planning at this point in time and money being put aside for the planning and design phases which need to start commencing now, not in 10 years' time. But Simone, for those people that are, you know, either heading back from work uh, this afternoon or on the weekend, the locals that are getting absolutely jammed up in the, in the traffic delays and congestion, talking about just planning now, what do you tell them? What what time, if, the, if serious planning starts now, when will they actually start seeing some sort of improvements? And this is it. I'm, unfortunately, I'm not um, in government. I don't know where um, the, the current government is, is going with it. It, it. it appears that, you know, planning can take 12, you know, 12 to 18 months to get done. I'm calling on them now to start this planning work for the whole of Bribey Island Bridge. So we're not waiting another 10 years for them to even commence that because it could be, you know, they could say in 10 years' time, oh, we might start planning. We need to start planning um, to get, you know, to well, get talking about the Bribey Island Bridge, there has been reports done um, for the Bribey Island Bridge. What, what? And then, and then start moving forward, getting the money there, putting aside, um, so that we do, you know, in say the f next five to ten years, yet have the full upgrade of Bribey Island Road and the bridge. Well, the bridge, um, there have been reports done in relation to the bridge. Can you tell us where that's at at this stage? So there was reports done back in uh, 2014. Since then, nothing has progressed um, and 
the thing is, back in 2014, which is five years ago, this place has, has changed dramatically. Um, so we need to ensure that money is now put into doing a new planning, planning study um, for Bribey Island Bridge, because as you would be aware, we you know we see quite a few accidents occur there, and we had one only a month, month six weeks ago, um, that was a, unfortunately a four-car pileup that saw the bridge down for over two hours. Myself and a lot of other people who who live on the island, even just to move from one side of the island to the other, took over an hour because of the congestion um, that occurred due to this accident. We've seen bushfires occur here. Um, the amount of emergency services that utilise the road because of the community that lives you know, on Bribey Island themselves and the surrounding areas are ageing. We need to ensure that when, when they need to get to an accident or when they need to get to a person in need, they can get there um, quickly um, to ensure that no one's life is put at risk. Yeah, Simone, look, we've run two unscientific polls. One of them we ran on Facebook and uh, 76%. Our question was, um, there's a federal election looming. Should the federal uh, government commit money to a second bridge and upgrading the road uh, to it from the Bruce Highway, considering this infrastructure is under demand by a combination of local, state and interstate people? Now, 76% of people uh, on that particular poll came back and said yes. And then we uh, ran another poll out on our uh, website through au.com in that um, 66 people said yes, uh, 10% uh, said no. Um, the, we also had some other questions in on that. Uh, one of those was the state government should pay for it in its entirety. 20% said uh, yes to that. And the <laughs> remainder, 4%, 24 of them, said I don't care. I'm uh, here with popcorn to watch. Um, this Look, we run quite a few polls and uh, this poll really uh, has gone off and uh, it's got the attention of not just locals but people that are affected by the bridge for one reason or another. So why can't the the government, like it just sounds like if it's going to get bogged down in planning um, and there's some big differences with this bridge uh, because at the moment you'd, you'd be aware that uh, there's been some conversation in the media recently around Young's Crossing and the upgrade of that and that did come up when we um, polled people saying, no, no, that should be done first. But there's a huge big difference, isn't there? People can drive around Young's Crossing if something happens. What happens if that bridge is taken out going between Bribey Island and the mainland? It's mass isolation. That's it. That is the only way I can put it. Um, we, are, we, are we are basically a deserted island. Um, and I don't want to create fear in people, but... That's the um, the be all and the end all of the matter. We are we will be isolated. Yes, we do have emergency disaster management plans in place. However, we shouldn't need emergency disaster managements in place. We should have roads that we should be able to use without any question or hesitation and any fear of. Um, going back to your going back to your poll briefly. Yeah. What people need to be aware of: this is a state government road. Um, the state government is in charge of maintaining and improving um, Bribey Island Road and Bribey Island Bridge. This has always been the case. Unfortunately, we've seen governments not invest in infrastructure for many, many years within our region, and this is why we're seeing this happen now. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to the federal government, they've done their part. They didn't have to give us $20 million. Um, and they have, and it has gone 
it has been beckoning, waiting for the state government here in Queensland to sign off on documents, which is so shameful, since July of last year. Um, people, people's lives could be lost unless the state government commences the infrastructure improvements we need here in the Palmerstone electorate. And that's what I'm calling on Minister Bailey and the, and the government to, to start investing in, in the Palmerstone's um, road network future. They, we love tourism and I know the state government loves tourism. Well, here is a tourism little mecca um, that needs cash injection from them to fix our road infrastructure. Simone Wilson, you've got a public forum coming up. Can you tell us about it? Yes, I uh, certainly do have a public forum. Uh, this forum is an opportunity for the public to hear from their elected officials um, on this important issue for our region. It's an opportunity for our residents to voice their concerns, ideas and hopes about Bribey Island Road and the bridge and to have the government hear their voices. And this is occurring on Sunday the 17th of March, uh, St Patrick's Day, for those um, who may not have been aware, at 1030 at the corner of Sylvan Beach Esplanade and Bennebrow Avenue, just off the Bribey Island Bridge. And I will be joined by um, Tim Mander, the Deputy Leader of the Opposition, Steve Minikin, who is our Shadow um, Transport Minister. And I've also invited uh, local um, representatives and federal government representatives. And I've also invited the State Minister um, for Transport, uh, Mark Bailey, and I hope he finds um, some time to come along and, and listen to the community's concerns here. Yeah, look, also uh, for AUR 101.5 FM, that's a local radio station that broadcasts across the Moreton Bay region. They'll be there uh, uh, lending some technical support and that to make sure that this forum goes smoothly. But uh, Simone Wilson, you have been engaging with the community for quite uh, some time over this, definitely since you've been elected and no doubt this has been uh, the centre of many conversations well and truly before you were uh, elected. You have a website in relation to this. Can you tell us about it? Yes, I certainly do. Um, so the website, and I, I encourage everybody to get online and sign the petition, and it's very, very easy. It's just fixbribeyislandroad.com.au because we need the government to hear our voices. Um, and you don't have to live in the electorate to, to sign on to this petition. Anybody that comes out to, you know, anywhere within Palmerstone, I, I encourage you to get on get online and and get on to fixbribeyislandroad.com.au and put your name to helping us achieve uh, safety improvements and upgrades to Bribey Island Road and Bribey Island Bridge. Simone Wilson, again, thank you very much for spending time with our listeners. Thank you so much, Andrew. And I hope to see you all there.